Section twenty seven of Satan's Diary by Leonid Andreev, translated by Hermann Bernstein. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Caroline. Section twenty seven. I heard him in silence. Perhaps it was because I was so close to the fireplace, gazing into the fire and listening to Magnus's words each new word intermingled with a fresh blaze of a burning log no sooner would the glowing red mass fall apart than the words too would break up into particles like hot coals my head was not at all clear and under the influence of these burning flaming flying words i fell into a strange dark drowsiness but this was what my memory retained oh if you could only hate if you were not so cowardly and weak of soul i would take you with me and would let you behold a fire which would forever dry your miserable tears and burn your sentimental dreams to ashes do you hear the song of the fools of the world they are merely loading the cannons the wise man need only apply the fire to the fuse you understand could you behold calmly the sight of a blissful sheep and hungry snake lying together separated only by a thin partition i could not i would drill just a little opening a little opening the rest they would do themselves do you know that from the union of truth and falsehood comes an explosion i want to unite i shall do nothing myself i shall only complete what they have begun do you hear how merrily they sing i will make them dance too come with me comrade you sought some sort of a play let me give you an extraordinary spectacle we shall bring the whole earth into action and millions of marionettes will begin to caper obediently at our command you know not yet how talented and obliging they are it will be a splendid play and will give you much pleasure and amusement a large log fell apart and split into many sparks and hot cinders the flame subsided growing morose and red a silent heat emanated from the dimmed smoke-smeared hearth it burned my face and suddenly there arose before me my puppet's show the heat and fire had conjured up a mirage i seemed to hear the crash of drums and the gay ring of cymbals while the merry clown turned on his head at the sight of the broken skulls of the dolls the broken heads continued to pile up then i saw the scrap heap with two motionless little legs protruding from the heap of rubbish they wore rose slippers and the drums continued beating tum 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 and i said pensively 
i think it will hurt them and behind my back rang out the contemptuous and indifferent reply quite possibly tum 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 it is all the same to you wondergood but i cannot can't you see i cannot permit every miserable biped to call himself a man there are too many of them already they multiply like rabbits under the stimulus of physicians and laws death deceived cannot handle them all it is confused and seems to have lost its dignity and moral authority it is wasting its time in dancing-halls i hate them it has become repulsive to me to walk upon this earth fallen into the power of a strange strange species we must suspend the law at least temporarily and let death have its fling however they themselves will see to this no not i but they will do it think not that i am particularly cruel no i am only logical i am only the conclusion the symbol of equality the sum total the line beneath the column of figures you may call it ergo magnus ergo they say two and two and i reply four exactly four imagine that the world has suddenly grown cold and immovable for a moment and you behold some such picture here is a free and careless head and above it a suspended axe here is a mass of powder and here is a spark about to fall upon it but it has stopped and does not fall here is a heavy structure set upon a single undermined foundation but everything has grown rigid and the foundation holds here is a breast and here a hand aiming a bullet at it have i prepared all this i merely touch the lever and press it down the axe falls upon the laughing head and crushes it the spark falls into the powder all is off the building crashes to the ground the bullet pierces the ready breast and i i have merely touched the liver i magnus ergo think would i be able to kill had i at my disposal only violins and other musical instruments i laughed only violence magnus replied with laughter his voice was hoarse and heavy but they have other instruments too and i will use these instruments see how simple and interesting all this is and what further magnus ergo how do i know what's to follow i see only this page and solve only this problem i know not what the next page contains perhaps it contains the same thing perhaps it does and perhaps this is the final page well what of that the sum total remains as is necessary 
you spoke on one occasion about miracles yes that is my lever you remember what i told you about my explosive i promise rabbits to make lions of them you see a rabbit cannot stand brains give a rabbit brains and he will hang himself melancholy will drive him to suicide brains implies logic and what can logic promise to a rabbit nothing but a sorry fate on a restaurant menu what one must promise a rabbit is either immortality for a cheap price as does cardinal x or heaven on earth you will see what energy what daring etc my rabbit will develop when i paint before him on the wall heavenly powers and gardens of eden on the wall yes on a stone wall he will storm it with all the power of his species and who knows who knows perhaps this mass may really break through this stone wall magnus lapsed into thought i drew away from the now extinguished fire and looked upon the explosive head of my repulsive friend something naive like two little wrinkles almost like those of a child lay upon his stony brow i burst into laughter and shouted thomas magnus thomas Edigo, do you believe without raising his head as if he had not heard my laughter he shifted his eyes and replied pensively we must try but i continued to laugh deep wild apparently human laughing malice began to rise within me thomas magnus magnus rabbit do you believe he thumped the table with his fist and roared in a wild transport be quiet i tell you we must try how do i know i have never yet been on mars nor seen this earth inside out be silent accursed egotist you know nothing of our affairs ah if only you could hate i hate already magnus suddenly laughed and grew strangely calm he sat down and scrutinizing me from all possible angles as if he did not believe me he burst out you hate whom you he looked me over as carefully again and shook his head in doubt is that true wondergood if they are rabbits you are the most repulsive of them all because you are a mixture of rabbit and satan you are a coward the fact that you are a crook a thief a liar a murderer is not important but you are a coward that is important i expected something more of you i hoped your mind would lift you above the greatest crime but you lift crime itself into some base philanthropy 
you are as much of a lackey as the others the only difference between you and them is that you have a perverted idea of service magnus sighed no that's not it you understand nothing wondergood and what you lack is daring my friend if you are magnus ergo what audacity magnus ergo then why don't you go to the limit then i too would follow you perhaps will you really come and why should i not come let me be contempt and you hatred we can go together do not fear lest i hang on your coat-tails you have revealed much to me my dear putridity and i shall not seize your hand even though you raise it against yourself will you betray me and you will kill me is that not enough but magnus shook his head doubtfully and said you will betray me i am a living human being while you smell like a corpse i do not want to have contempt for myself if i do i perish don't you dare to look at me look upon the others i laughed very well i shall not look at you i will look at the rest i will make it easier for you with my contempt magnus fell into prolonged thought then he looked again at me piercingly and quietly asked and maria oh cursed wretch again he hurled my heart upon the floor i looked at him wildly like one aroused at night by fire and three big waves swept my breast with the first wave rose the silent violins ah how they wailed just as if the musician played not upon strings but upon my veins then in a huge wave with foamy surf there rolled by all the images thoughts and emotions of my recent beloved human state think of it everything was there even the lizard that hissed at my feet that evening beneath the moonlight i recalled even the little lizard and with the third wave there was rolled out quietly upon the shore the holy name maria and just as quietly it receded leaving behind a delicate lace of foam and from beyond the sea burst forth the rays of the sun and for a moment for one little moment i again became a white schooner with sails lowered where were the stars while awaiting the word of the lord of the universe to break forth in all their brilliance madonna magnus recalled me quietly where are you going she is not there what do you want 
pardon me dear magnus but i would like to see the signorina maria only for a moment i don't feel quite well there is something revolving in my eyes and head are you smiling dear magnus or does it only seem so to me i have been gazing into the fire too long and i can hardly discern the objects before me did you say maria yes i would like to see her then we shall continue our interesting conversation you will remind me just where we stopped but meanwhile i would be extremely obliged to you if we were to take a little drive into the campagna it is so sweet there and signorina maria sit down you will see her presently but i continued to weave my nonsense what in the devil had happened to my head i prattled on for a considerable period and now the whole thing seems so ridiculous once or twice i pressed the heavy motionless hand of thomas magnus apparently he must have looked like my father at that moment finally i subsided partially regained my senses but in obedience to magnus's command remained in my chair and prepared to listen can you listen now you are quite excited old man remember the senses the senses yes now i can go on i remember everything continue old friend i am all attention yes i recollected everything but it was quite immaterial to me just what magnus said or what he might say i was awaiting maria that is how strong my love was turning aside for some reason and beating time with his fingers on the table magnus said slowly and rather reluctantly listen wondergood in reality it would be much more convenient for me to throw you out into the street you and your idiotic toppy you wanted to experience all human life and i would have viewed with pleasure any efforts on your part to earn your own bread you are apparently no longer used to this it would also have been very interesting to know what would become of your grandiose contempt when-but i am not angry strange to say i even nurse a feeling of thankfulness for your billions and i am rather hopeful yes i still have a little hope that some day you may really grow to be a man and while this may prove an impediment to me i am ready to take you with me but only after a certain test are you still anxious to have maria yes very well magnus rose with effort and moved towards the door but he halted for a moment and turned toward me and surprising as it was on the part of this scoundrel he kissed my brow sit down old man i will call her immediately 
the servants are all out to-day he uttered the last sentence as he knocked feebly at the door the head of one of his aides appeared for a moment and immediately withdrew with apparently the same effort magnus returned to his place and said with a sigh she will be here at once we were silent i fixed my eyes upon the tall door and it opened wide maria entered with a quick step i moved to greet her and bowed low magnus shouted don't kiss that hand End of section twenty seven